On this week's episode of A Drier Dose of Disney, Jared shares the only viable rope drop strategy for Epcot. Welcome to another episode of A Dryer Dose of Disney. I'm your host, Jared Dryer, and today we are in part two of our rope drop strategies, and we are going to be covering Epcot. Uh, so down at the Disney World Resort down there in Orlando, Epcot is the second park we're going to be talking about rope drop today. But before we get started, just wanted to welcome our new listeners. If you've never listened to us before, please click that subscribe button wherever you're listening to us at, whether that's on a podcast or out at YouTube. By clicking subscribe, you're going to get access to our episodes as those drop, which we do those every single Tuesday. And we've got lots of great tips and tricks for you out there. In addition to that, we talk a lot about our Patreon supporters, and if you find any tips or tricks that save you money or save you time, and you think, hey, that was valuable, we do encourage you to support us over at Patreon, and you don't have to be a subscriber. You can actually just go to Patreon and just drop us a few dollars there and just say, hey, thanks for that tip. Here's $10 or whatnot, and that'll help keep this podcast going. So we definitely want to thank our subscribers, but of course, if you do subscribe, you're also going to get early access to our Butterbeer episode and how to go to Disney for free. Those will be released in 2023 sometime to the general public. But for the meantime, you can get early access to those now. So disclosure, when we talk about rope drop, there are a lot of ways to do rope drop successfully. So we're going to talk you through some strategies at Epcot and really how to maximize uh, and get the most out of your day at Epcot and get the most bang for your buck and shorten your wait times. And at Epcot, it's one of those parks where there's not a lot of real options out there, uh, like at Magic Kingdom. So at Magic Kingdom, on the last episode, we talked about doing Seven Dwarfs Mine Train or knocking out Fantasyland or going over to Adventureland and Frontierland and knocking those out. At Epcot, there's really only uh, two strategies out there, and one of them we say don't ever do. And that'll be part of our tip of the week, which we'll talk about here in just a little bit. Another thing to consider is when you're doing rope drop, what are the conditions like out there in Orlando? So is it going to be a day where you're going to get some rain in the afternoon? If so, uh, we would recommend try to get those outdoor rides in early. The only one that's outdoor out at Epcot is Test Track. So if you're going to be uh, doing Test Track, try to get that in early in the morning if it's going to rain. Outside of that, everything else is indoor. It's air conditioned for the most part. There's only one queue uh, that is outdoor all day, and that is over at Ratatouille out in the France Pavilion. So other than that, you're going to get into AC for the most part all day long. You're going to have a really enjoyable day. Epcot's our favorite park. We love it just because of the World Showcase and all the great food you can have. So we definitely say this should be a top priority park to go to. As always, if you have a top priority ride, so you have a kid that's absolutely in love with something like Frozen or Finding Nemo, then by all means, do that as your rope drop strategy. Definitely go after those rides and try to knock them out. But if your family's flexible and they want to get the most out of their day, then this is the episode for you. With that being said, let's dive right into it. And actually, this will be a short episode today just because there's really only one strong strategy when you go to Epcot. So right out of the gates, when you show up for rope drop, and I don't even need to pull up the map just because you guys are familiar with it and there's really only one way to go. The non-resort guests are going to be stopped outside of Spaceship Earth, and you're going to be waiting there while the resort guests get to go into the side over there on the right, and they get in 30 minutes early. Whether you are a resort guest or you are not a resort guest and you're uh, getting in 30 minutes later, your rope drop strategy is identical and should be identical. 
Okay, so right out of the gates, as soon as you get in, the first ride you're going to want to hit is Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. It is there in the front left of the park as you walk in. It's one of the first rides you're going to come across. That is going to be the busiest ride all day. Today, the day that we're recording this, they still have virtual queue going for this ride. So you're going to want to get virtual queue at 7 a.m. for that. However, that virtual queue is going to go away here in the next couple months. And even likely by the time this uh, podcast episode is live, it may or may not still be in effect. So we are going to pretend that it is not in effect anymore and that virtual queue is gone. You are going to want to rope drop Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind as soon as you get there. The good news is the resort guests, those that got in 30 minutes before you, have already gone through this ride. This ride, the pre-show going through the ride is about a 10 or 15 minute experience. So for the most part, most of them have already gotten through it. By the time rope drop happens for the general population, you're going to be able to get in there. Your wait time is going to be short if you're close to the front of the line. Uh, So we definitely say do nothing else. Go right after Guardians and rope drop that as soon as you get in. Once you're done with that ride, once you come out, uh, the next ride that we'd recommend, there's actually two rides that you can go on. And this is going to split whether you're going to stick to the left or you're going to stick to the right. And then eventually you're going to swap back. But the question, is it important for you and your family to ride Mission Space Orange? And the orange track is the one that they have said for years, they've dubbed it the vomit ride at Epcot. It is by far the most intense ride at any uh, Disney park whatsoever. I've ridden it only once. It made me terribly sick. This one just is going to spin you till you're spun to death, pretty much. Uh, So the orange track is very aggressive. It's a popular ride because of that. If you want to do the orange track, I'd recommend when you come off Guardians of the Galaxy, go ahead, go over there and do the orange track, followed then by do test track in single rider. Do not do general queue for test track. Go straight into single rider and knock that out. And then you're going to hop over to the right side of Epcot over there. And then you're going to start with Soren, do living with the land, come out, and then you're going to do finding Nemo. At that point, once I'm done with finding Nemo and doing all the sea stuff, I'd probably come back and do spaceship earth because you're right there. And then I would go towards uh, figment and then make my way through the world showcase. In contrast, I told you that you have two choices. If you are not interested in doing Mission Space Orange, skip Mission Space for right now. You're going to hold off on that, and you're going to jump over to the other side, and you're going to go into Soren. And the reason is Soren is one of the slowest rides in the aspect of loading and unloading it in all of Disney World. So that one, though there are three theaters for Soren, takes a pretty long time to get through the queue and to get into the theater and do Soren. So we're going to recommend after you do Guardians of the Galaxy, if you are not interested in Mission Space Orange, jump over and do Soren next just because that one's going to get backed up and that is a slower queue throughout the day. Once you're finished with that, we recommend then going to Living with the Land because it's right there in the same pavilion with you. And then once we're done with that, we always like to get the strawberry shortcake or some desserts there at that little quick service counter because they are fantastic. That is some of the best food in the park is down there by Soren and Living with the Land. So we encourage you to check that out. Once we're done with that, we come out and we go to the Living Seas with Finding Nemo and we go do the Nemo ride and then explore the Living Seas and see all the cool animals that are over there. That's an incredible exhibit if you've never been there. It's much like an aquarium at any large city where they have manatees, they've got dolphins, they've got sharks, they've got fish, they've got all kinds of cool marine life. So definitely you want to spend some time there, check that all out. When we come out of there, usually we'll hit Spaceship Earth because it's not too far away. 
And then after that, we will go over either to do Journey to Imagination Lane with Figment, or we will hop back over and do, uh, we like Mission Space, the green side, because it's less intense and we don't get sick on it. From there, then we go into Test Track and we do Single Rider. So your whole goal is to knock out that lower portion of the park as quickly as you can. That's where the majority of the rides are. That is the busiest part of the park. And you're going to get backed up if you stay down there. So your goal is, again, Guardians of the Galaxy, choose Mission Space or uh, Soren, knock out those rides on either side, and then finish up with Test Track Single Rider. Here is the I can do this all day tip of the day. The second strategy for rope drop is a lot of people are going to say, go straight to Ratatouille. It's going to be one of the longest queues. It's not very pleasant. Go knock that out as quick as you can. We disagree 100% here at a drier dose of Disney. And we're going to tell you our, I can do this all day tip of the day is to not do that. And the number one reason is once you get back into the world showcase, you have gone so deep into the park that you're now almost obligated to stay back there and keep going through the World Showcase. And the World Showcase does not open until usually about 11 a.m. for all the food stands. So we are telling you, do not go back there if you're doing rope drop. You're going to want to knock out the six pavilions up front in Spaceship Earth before 11 a.m. or before noon and get all those rides done and then start to make your way out into the World Showcase. And you can go either way. I do recommend if you're able to move towards the left side, so do Mexico, do uh, the Grand Fiesta with the three Caballeros, and then go to Frozen Ever After, the log ride over there that took over the old Viking ride. Do that, and then make your way around and finish at Ratatouille. And the reason is, no question, Ratatouille is going to be your longest wait. If you rope dropped it properly and you got onto Guardians very quickly, you did single rider at test track, Ratatouille by far is going to be your longest wait. But at that point later in the day, that weight definitely reduces quite a bit compared to first thing in the morning because so many people do rope drop it. So if you think about it, all those people that rope dropped it at the very beginning of the day are now back up at the front of the park trying to knock out their other rides. And the group that's back there in World Showcase early in World Showcase in the uh, early afternoon is much smaller, and you're going to have a shorter weight at Ratatouille than you would otherwise. I will also say we have been to Epcot three times since they opened up Ratatouille, and we only rode it once. It's a fun ride. It's a good ride to see once. I can tell you that once we rode it uh, the first time, we said, hey, that was a good time. We probably won't wait an hour because that's how long our wait was. We probably won't wait an hour to do that again. If it was 20 or 30 minutes, then yeah, we, we would go get in line for that. But anything more than that, it's probably not worth it for us as our family. But if it's your first time, Save it for your last ride. Later in the day, it's going to be a shorter queue. It's going to be a quicker queue to get through. I will warn you, again, the queue is mostly outdoors. So if it is going to rain, be mindful of that. If it's going to be hot, also be mindful of that because the day we went was extremely hot and we were melting over the 4th of July weekend uh, when we waited there. But lots of cool things to see out in the World Showcase. We will talk in our episode about what to eat at Epcot, about all the World Showcase and all the cool things there, but there are so many great places to stop. Grab a snack as you make your way through the World Showcase. Over there by Ratatouille are some great crepes. There is the French Bakery, which is phenomenal, and we always get multiple things there and share those, but lots of cool things to see out in the World Showcase. So again, back to that tip of the day, that I can do this all day tip of the day. 
Do not rope drop Ratatouille. Save it for later in the day. You want to knock out the lower park and don't go into the World Showcase till 11 a.m. because that's when all the food opens up. So you want to stay in the main bottom part of the park doing the rides until 11. Now, I can also say when we have gone to Epcot, we have never stayed till close. We are able to 100% of the time get through the entire park, ride every single ride, and have a great time without having to stay all the way till close. So let's say you uh, started your day with Cosmic Rewind, Guardians of the Galaxy. You absolutely loved it because that is the best ride in the park. And you went through the entire park and you had fun and you ate and, and enjoyed yourself. Then at the end of the day, while you're working your way back out, you can stop and do Guardians of the Galaxy again as long as the general queue is open. Like I said, as we're recording it today, it is virtual queue. You can only get that once per day. You can buy an individual lightning lane. I would encourage you, it's not worth it. Uh, don't spend the money over there at Epcot. Uh, there's too few of rides. You're going to be able to get through everything. But by the time you hear this, the virtual queue is probably gone. So hit it a second time on your way out of the park. But Epcot is by far our favorite park, mostly because of the food and all the cool things you can do there. It is a great place to go. But that is our rope drop strategy. And I will tell you this, uh, if you can knock out that bottom part of the park first, starting with Guardians, hit Mission Space if you're doing Orange or go to Soren. The rest of your wait times are going to be very short, with the exception of uh, Ratatouille at the end. One last call out. If you ever heard our episode on our wait times accurate, one thing I do want to point out is the Frozen Ever After ride. Over there, you will commonly see the wait times get up to 60, 90 minutes on the My Disney Experience app. That is not accurate at all. We have been backed up all the way outside of the ride at the actual doors where you go in. And that wait time was only about 45 minutes, and that was with thousands of Lightning Lane people coming through. So I can tell you, for the most part, they do not have the queue space back there, so they're going to make it look as unattractive as possible. If you go all the way in and you're around that light pole, which is in the center of the general queue, your wait time is probably going to be closer to 15 to 20 minutes. Definitely keep an eye on that Frozen Ever After wait time that's in the My Disney Experience app. You want to catch that on the lower end, but don't be afraid of it if it gets real high, because unless there's people out in the pavilion standing out in the open air, uh, your wait time is going to be less than 45 minutes or should be less than 45 minutes. With that, those are some great tips for you guys. Enjoy Epcot. It is, like I said, our favorite park. Get lots of food. Share lots of food. Go for the Garden Festival. Go for the Food and Wine Festival. Lots of great restaurants to eat at there. Space 220s there. We've been there. Uh, we have tips on how to get that in our reservation episode, so go listen to that one as well. But enjoy your day and have a magical vacation. Bye-bye.